guys we're back with facts not fiction podcast thank you guys so much for tuning in we're so glad to be back together and to have you guys here with us on this journey we so so appreciate you guys how are you babe i'm doing well how about yourself good that's good that's wonderful how's your week been well week's been uh pretty good busy at work and everything but it's been pretty good pretty blessed overall how about yours it's been a stressful week at work but other than that like i'm blessed highly favored of the lord all that good stuff <laughs> well that's good it's good to be blessed and highly favored well anytime you're still you know in the land of the living and how your health and strength and everything is you know that's still a good thing regardless you know amen 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 all right so guys, don't forget to follow us on Facts Not Fiction underscore podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Don't forget whatever platform you guys listen to, i.e. Anchor, Google Cast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We're all on there. Don't forget to leave a rating and to leave a comment so that other people can find our little podcast. We're so glad we want all the listens. We want all the good things. Don't forget to check our pages for all updates on everything. And don't forget our new um day to come out for new episodes is going to be Sunday. So don't look for us on Friday anymore. Look for us on Sundays. All right. Changing it up. Switching it up. <laughs> yes. Changing it up. Change is good. Keeps it fresh. That's right. So go ahead, babe. No, you go ahead. What are we talking about today? Oh, well, as far as I know, it's supposed to be understanding your partner. I think that was the topic today. Understanding understanding your partner. So I guess when it goes to um, understanding your partner, um, I think it's a really uh, interesting topic uh, because I think sometimes... Uh, when we think about understanding your partner, some of us think about it strictly in, uh, you know, marriage or relationships, but understanding your partner can simply be, you know, more than that. It can be a, a co-worker, somebody you work closely with, understanding uh, your partner. Uh, but more so in this concept, you know, we're uh, focusing in on, um, you know, relationships and marriages. But the same concept, I think, applies not just to marriage or relationships, but in other capacities of, you know, partners or people that you work closely with, really understanding people. Uh, but more so in this concept, what we were talking about is uh, marriage and and uh, relationships when you are in a relationship or married to <clears throat> somebody, individual, understanding their wants and needs and things of that nature. So, um, but baby, what about understanding your partner? What is it, what, what comes to mind when you think of that? Um... I think about like I think about our relationship and how like vastly different we are. Um I know you guys of course don't know us like that well, but my I'm like a more of like a fly by the seat of my pants type of person. Like I'm just ready to go, go, go. And my husband is more of a meticulous, calculated thought process, has to go into certain things, um, like time restraints, like price like it's just for example um we were it was so funny because we were talking with my my dad and my stepmom we were at their house and they're in the process of getting new furniture um in their house and so we were just talking about me and my dad were talking about like how we don't like going to the stores and just like shopping from store to store like we know what we already want so we just go out and we just get it 
And so um, my stepmom and my husband, they were like, no, we like to look around. We like to get the best deals. We like to go from store to store because you just never know. They just can't just go in there and just do it. I mean, my dad, we get frustrated with all that looking around and stuff. And I was thinking about it. I was like, wow, like that is how my me and my husband are and so i've come to the realization like when we are out looking for appliances and things like that or things that we have to necessarily do together like big purchases like i don't have to understand like it used to didn't be like that it used to make me just so not angry but just like frustrated because i just un- didn't understand him and his thought process on it or didn't know how to come to a happy medium with him because i want to do it my way and of course he wanted to do his it his way But so I had to come to the conclusion, like, I'm not a looker. And it's not necessarily a bad thing that he's looking at all this stuff. It's just not something that I personally want to be a part of in that part of the the buying process. So what I've learned to do is, like, if we have a big appliance, I just pick out the model or something that I want or something, the, what kind of like, if I, for instance, if we're getting a sofa and I want like a, a sectional or something like that, I'll just say, Hey, I want a sectional and this color, this color, and it has to do this. And then I'll just give him that information. And then he goes and he looks, cause that's what he enjoys doing. He likes looking, he likes getting the best deal. He likes, you know, doing all that stuff and just like getting the information and everything. And I don't like that part. So I just put that part on him. And that's like our happy medium. That's how we have to understand each other. So at the end of the day, we're coming to the same conclusion. Like we're both getting something, but we both, our our pieces are together. Like I understand where he's coming from on it. Don't necessarily get feel like dealing with it, but I understand where he's coming from. He understand where I'm coming from. And that's just how we got to leave it. <laughs> yeah, that's how we got to leave it. Well, I mean, well, in response to, to that particular thing. Yeah, as you know, when it comes to, um, <clears throat> when it comes to, uh, making, I would say, you say big purchases. I look at them more so as big purchases, but also investments. You want, I, I like to make sure, I'm just going to speak for myself, I like to make sure that what it is that whatever it is that we're buying or we're investing our money into is going to be able to, in the long term, um, you know, give a good return for what you pay into it. Um, I mean, it's just almost like, you know, the same concept I would do, you know, when we were uh, looking for a car for you last year, you know. Um, you know, you know, I just took my time with it, looked around, uh, made some deals, things of that nature, and got something that I felt was, I think, I guess that we felt or I felt was decent. So certain things I like to take my time. Like if I, you know, if I'm going to buy, uh, I don't know, hey, I'm looking to buy a toaster. I'm not going to spend that much time looking for a toaster like I am looking for a car, looking for an appliance, or looking for a TV, or uh, anything of that nature. So, yeah, I mean, they're, they're different uh concepts or different ways that we think about processing that one that we use for example when it comes to buying but i think it's it's good to really have the difference uh the two uh yeah i guess you say two brains two two minds better than one so Mm -hmm. it's better to have you know another thought pattern with how uh, we go about um you know doing things of that nature as far as uh you know finances and purchasing so and I'm not, like you said, I'm not really an impulsive person. If it's something that doesn't require a quick response, I'm not going to drag my feet, but I'm not going to be moved to make a sudden decision because I don't like to recant or have, uh, in that case, when it comes to purchasing something, buyer's remorse. <laughs> so I like to uh, read, study, understand what it is, understand warranties, et cetera. And do y'all see what yeah. I mean by him so, being very meticulous? Yeah, like, so like that, that stuff would just like put me straight to sleep, Lord yeah. have mercy. But that's my husband. And so I have to, like, really, like, truly understand, like, um, what, babe, what is something that you have to understand that I do? Mm. 
How much time we have on the podcast? Uh, uh, <laughs> that was a love tap if y'all heard that. I'm just saying. <laughs> Ooh, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Say, say it again. You said it was what? Was what is question? something that oh. I do that you have to be under? Like, you have to, like... No, you, when you smack me, I just I ain't know what happened. <gasps> but go ahead. You heard what I said. Say it again. Say it again no. for the people in the back. Like, you heard what I said. <laughs> but what did you say, ma'am? I said, what is something that I do that you have to be understanding about or that you didn't understand from the beginning, but now you have... What is a something that you've done to like bridge the gap to understand what something that I do? I can't really explain it. Just what I did. How do you do that? Well, I guess I have to understand how you... Um, I would say, in my opinion, I have to understand how you see time. I think that... <laughs> That's not... Okay, I'm not playing with you. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not trying to. I'm just. I think that you, you, you see time a, a lot different than what I do. Like for example, um, I guess I've I've learned it by um, having to explain to you how time works. Like you might say, "Oh, you can go there and come back in ten minutes," and I might say, "Well, it takes five to get there." <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, and you might be there for X amount of time. But what I'm saying is, I think sometimes. Uh, when it comes to you, I've, I've learned that you know, with you, uh, to a certain degree, um, you you think I think sometimes with respect, you think that sometimes certain things should be on your level of timing, mm-hmm. and I've had to learn that with you that that's how you think. So sometimes I've I've, I've had to learn to have patience to explain to you, oh, that's that's not how that works, you know, and it doesn't work because of X, Y, and Z, you know, and so um, I think. <laughs> I've I've learned that we see timing very differently, you know. But at the same time, the way I meet you there is by explaining to you how the time works, so that you can understand that oh, you're not you know you're not being cheated for your time, you know. Or that that wasn't as bad as it was, you know, you know. But uh, yeah, I think that's something that we've uh, I think we've we certainly grown to accustomed to. You might say, hey, I thought I, I thought I sent you to those two stores. You'll be back in an hour. I said, yeah, but it took 10 minutes to get to one store. I was in one store for 10 minutes. They had to travel from that 12 minutes from that store to that store. Be in that store for 15 minutes. You had all that time up. There were 45 minutes between two stores, and I had to travel 20 minutes back to the house, you know. And then you got to find whatever you I gotta do. You got to find whatever you do. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, you know, you just have to really, you know, that's why, if you know, for me, I always allot myself a long, I project a longer time range so that I'm not, um, I'm not out of the time. So, like, if you say, if somebody, if like, if somebody say, hey, how how close are, how close or what time, you know, what time you gonna come in to work today? You calling somebody in, so you call them in off the street to come to work. I'm not gonna say, oh yeah, it's seven o'clock. I'll be there at nine. I'm gonna say I'll be there between nine thirty and ten. <laughs> I gave you a range of times. So if I come within that time, hey, that's the time I gave you. So, yeah, I guess you just have to understand your time. That's all. You know, I don't like to do stuff last minute when it comes to time. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Again, very meticulous, very to the point, very atypical. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something. What is, um, oh, I think the biggest thing is understanding people's intent. Like, I think in my brain, because my brain works very differently than yours. Like, what'd you say? It works differently, yeah. Yeah, brain works very differently. I see things differently. And when, especially with couples, sometimes, like I said, me and my husband, Keith Washington, who Jesus, 
we are two different, very different individuals. We see everything different from down to music, shows on TV, like everything that we do is very different. So I don't, sometimes I don't understand the way his brain works on things. And sometimes he doesn't understand what, what I'm doing. And that makes, when you don't understand your partner, that makes for some very vicious fights. Because somebody could say something and you think like, oh, oh, you trying to, you trying to, oh, you trying to really comfort me with that one. But what they really meant, something different. But because you don't understand them, you think that their intent is to be malicious and to be nasty and callous with you. And then really they're just trying to express how they're feeling or it could be so different or it could be even a joke. Like we've gotten into it over jokes because I don't understand where you're coming from. So that understanding piece is a big part of your relationship because if you don't understand somebody, it could lead to distrust, bad communication, just a whole bunch of stuff. For case in point, let me tell y'all, it was, I think it was last when did you go to the store for me and I actually get breakfast food? This week. So, anywho. So, I like literally, okay, let me tell you what I said. This is how my husband's brains work. Now, mind you, if my husband goes to the store for you and he don't got a list or anything, trust and believe he is not going to get everything that you told him to get because he don't got that list. Let me just point that out. But I know who I'm dealing with. Shut up. Um. So, for a point, he, I told him... That morning, I was like, hey, babe, can you go to the store when you get off and get breakfast food? I eat waffles and French toast sticks. Get them. If you can, get those for me. I want those. So my husband goes to the store, and he gets everything but the kitchen sink, okay? And guess what's not? on the kitchen sink. And guess, I'm talking. And guess what's not in the, in the cart? That's, that's what's not in the house. French toast sticks or waffles now that's the only thing i sent him to the store for but what he came back with was muffins chips bananas bread eggs bacon ain't no waffles or french toast sticks and i'm like i'm sitting here like okay honey what 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 was going on there and so in my brain, I'm like, oh, so you just wasn't thinking about me. You got stuff for everybody else, but you didn't get my stuff. And you didn't do what I, I asked you to do. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and sleep because I'm not going to give into the enemy tonight and have an argument over breakfast food. Like, that's not what we're going to do. But let me tell you my husband's thought process. And I figured this out in the car on the way to work the other day. So I... So uh, we went to sleep that night. Everything was good, whatever, whatever. We got up the next morning. My husband gets up like super, super early. He always does before me. But um, he got up early and he went downstairs and he cooked breakfast. Like he cooked the turkey bacon that I like. He cooked the eggs. That I like he got me toast and he got my coffee ready and everything. And it was so sweet and it was so, you know, thought provoked. But that's how my husband's brain worked. He was like, you know, he didn't get the, he forgot the waffles and the French toast, but in his brain, he was so excited about getting the other breakfast food so that he could come home the next day and cook me breakfast. And I was like, I think to myself, like, dang, that's the type of person that I had. That's why I didn't understand where he was coming from. Yes, he didn't get exactly what I asked him, but in his brain, he wanted to do something very sweet for me. So that is what he, that's what he did. And I was like, wow. And that's how, like, you can misconstrue things if you don't understand the intent behind somebody. His intent was to be sweet and caring and do something extremely nice for me. Like, knowing that I had a stressful day at work and all that stuff. He wanted to make it things better for me. So, that's what he chose to do. And I was like, dang, I didn't really understand it. And then the next day, he comes in with my French toast sticks, my favorite chips. 
and my favorite um my favorite pie and i was like that is just so sweet but that's the type of man that i have he's like super understanding it's not the way that i think that he should do it but of course where i'm not him so i can't say how he should you know how she ugh, i'm gonna it out how he should go about demonstrating that but he does and he does it in his way but i have to just be able to be open and understand him in that way yeah, well, I'm glad you said that because, I mean, you know, when when we're trying to understand each other, sometimes, you know, on the flip side of that, to use a different example, sometimes um, when you don't understand your partner, I think in cases that we've been in before, sometimes they can do something or say something. Or we can just use the example of, more, you know, of saying something. I know we just was talking about doing something, but they can say something that may not have had a ill intent behind it but because the way we psychologically or a person psychologically or the other partner psychologically processed it sometimes they can they, they might have thought the worst about the situation so sometimes you know you ever notice when somebody says yeah you know I'm sorry that happened to you but knowing him and knowing this person's character and, and, and that person's intent I don't think that they meant it that way they might have said something as a joke and it might have came across offensive and offended you not trying to say that you can't be offended but the intent, sometimes, you know, intent behind a situation is very critical to how the situation plays out because we all have different intent, you know. It's just like, hey, I may walk walk up to you and uh, my intent is to get past you. I may accidentally bump you. You know, I didn't mean to hit you. You know what I'm saying? My intention was to get around you. But as a result, I apologize for hitting you inadvertently. So, or bumping you, as some would say. So, with, with that same concept, sometimes we might have an intention to do something. And it may not work out that we wanted to work out, and it may be a bad result. But we really have to, by understanding our partner partners, we really have to sit down and, and say, well, you know, let me see, was this person's intent really like that to really hurt me, or to embarrass me, or was it something they did? And as a result of maybe some simple negligence, but no attempt to do, you know, evil resulted in a bad action. It's just like one time when remember that time when you told. Tony, the personal item I asked you to get from the store. Yeah, that was a mistake. I was yeah. Mistake. I didn't mean But your that. intent was not to embarrass it me. It was meant to remember it. Yeah. Yeah, but you, he embarrassed me, but it wasn't his intent. I had to get past it real quick. <laughs> <laughs> and then another part about it is understanding, like, how your partner love, likes to be loved or needs to be loved. You know how I like to be loved, babe? Yeah. What? Gifts. And what else? An affection. Good job, honey bun. Bunny bun. I know how you like to be loved, too. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. Proceed. <laughs> like, words of affirmation and, I guess, dutiful acts, like acts of kindness and stuff like that. That is correct. Oh, right. That took me a long time to understand that because I thought that I thought that I unless we looked at the um the five love languages when we went we were in therapy, um couples therapy, but um I thought that he would understand how I loved him by doing what I like cuz I like to I like I love gifts. I like any type of gift like just I just like to get stuff. And he um he he doesn't really respond to it. So like I would come home and just have like bottles of cologne or 
you know, just little little things or whatever, and he he just wouldn't respond to it because he doesn't gifts aren't a big deal to him. I don't know why I think it's crazy, but again, that's the stuff that he likes. So I like to tell my husband that he's doing. He's a great husband, and I'm grateful for him. I always I always send him like um, little text messages throughout the week and just let him know that I'm really super grateful for him and that I love him and he did a good job with this and he did a good job with that. Like I just like to tell him that stuff because I know he it. That's how he receives my love, and I love it. <laughs> Well, thank you, dear. Thank you. Thank you. So, yeah, but, you know, when it comes to, uh, um, I guess I would say my my love, love language, and I've learned this about myself over the last couple of years, um, you know, just for the record, I do like gifts. I'm not against gifts. It's just that, um, as you know with me, I'm, I would say I'm not, I would say I'm not big on gifts. Gifts are, gifts are fine, but, you know, they're, um, uh, I would say temporary things always, you know, to me. So, um, you know, the words of affirmation and the respect and the acknowledgement, it doesn't really have to be publicly. It can be privately. That's something that I think is good for me uh, in, in my marriage because it just shows that things that I'm doing are being understood. It don't really have to be recognized, but just being understood. Um, so um, that is good for me. And I know with you, when it comes to gifts, you love gifts. You love a gift. Uh, without it be, even being a holiday or a reason. Yeah, I just yeah. like just because. Just yeah. come home with something for me. Yeah. Like what he did that, I think it was yesterday with the, my chips and stuff. I was a happy camper. Were you, man? I was. I really was. I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell. Turn into the Hulk. Ah! No, I'm joking. <laughs> as if Joe ain't satisfied the whole world. Mama not happy, ain't nobody happy. Yeah, mama better. <laughs> mama better tear up some stuff, ain't <laughs> You been on the tear up a couple of things yeah, too, Papa yeah. Bear. Don't even do it. That ain't, that ain't Papa Bear. <laughs> ain't no Papa Bear. <laughs> what would you say, what would you say, like, the, um, if you don't understand your partner, what would you say, like, the three main things will happen if you, if you're not, ugh, if you do, what would you say would happen? I can't get. I don't know why I can't talk today. What would you say are the three main um, effects of not understanding your partner? Um, well, I say the three, and explain them. I would say three main effect. Three main effects of not understanding your partner will be, um, and this is not really in that order as far as a number, but I would say the three main effects would be um, miscommunication. Mm-hmm. If you don't understand your uh, partner. And they don't understand you. That's going to be a lot of miscommunication. Or I thought you had this. I thought you had this. Or no, I said this. Or or I, you might have thought it, but you, you thought. Sometimes you think because they think something, they said it, but they never said it. So it could be a lot of miscommunication. Then from the miscommunication, now understanding your partner, I think sometimes it would be uh, this. Um, this um, you wouldn't be able to trust the person. Is what I'm trying to say. You're not trustworthy because if you're not, they don't understand you. You're not communicating with them. How they able to trust you to understand that they can trust you with information or they can trust you to always do the right thing because they don't understand you. There's a lot of uh, confusion. And then I think uh, third, if I had to look at it, I think um, it would be somewhat tied back to the first one, but in a separate entity, it would just be a lot of confusion. You don't have miscommunication, you don't have trust, you're going to have a lot of confusion. Um, and when you have confusion, you have no order, you don't have any sanity. 
um, anything's bound to happen, it leads all to negativity. So if you have your communication, um, if you have your trust, um, and you can build on that to have um, good standards and prevent confusion, um, I think in those three entities, you can understand your partner. Because I think that what we did was after understanding each other, our communication became better. Um, I think our trust became better uh, with each other. And then uh, levels of confusion, or if any confusion, there was really no room for confusion because communication was in, trust was in. So uh, that's just my personal opinion. I think when you have those three elements or entities, you know, you can, with your partner, you can really develop um, a strong relationship um, from that. And of course, love will be in there and other features. I don't want to discount love or alleviate that, but I I would think that those three um, are very important. All I need from you is understanding. Oh, escape said it best. Yeah, I think the words escape you. But yeah, go ahead. What? You know, you know what I was—I was just speaking. Um, oh, excuse me. About the, you know, you talk about the three entities. I mean, why I felt the three entities, you know, that understanding your partner. I don't know what yours would be. Um, let's see. If you don't understand your partner, um, I think it leads to um, resentment. I would say, and I say resentment because. I feel like I had some at one point because I'm like, okay, like I don't know why I'm like going against this person. I know I don't know why I can't figure out what's going on. And I feel like you on this end, I'm on this end. We can't come together, and this ain't working. And I don't know, like it just gets to that point where it's like, okay, I, I don't, I res- I just resent you because of the whole situation. Like I feel like you just not trying or anything, and it's not that you're not trying. It's that be I just don't understand your level of trying and I don't you don't understand my level of trying and you think I'm trying to be argumentative and I think you trying to be argumentative so I feel like if you when you don't understand somebody at least to resentment um I definitely feel like if you don't understand somebody at least to distance mm-hmm. because it gets to the point where um when you don't understand somebody it causes a lot of arguments little things cause arguments because I don't like you know you just don't understand this type of thing, and when you don't understand it, may, you may make up in your mind. Um, because for me, I know I'm an overthinker, and that's why my husband has to explain things to me constantly or keep me in a constant communication loop or whatever. Because my mind will overthink, I go from thinking you did to whatever. Like it just goes, it just goes left for me. So if you don't keep me in a constant communication loop, or I feel like you didn't tell me something that I feel like is vital information, which my vital information and your vital information could be two different things. So he, my my husband does a really good job of keeping me in a constant loop and telling me like, hey, I'm doing this X, Y, and Z, and it's not because I'm keeping tabs on him or anything like that. It's just that I just like to know things. That's just part of me. So um, what was I saying? Distance. Yeah, I feel like when you don't understand somebody, it constantly, um, you don't want to have an argument. You don't want to just, you just don't want to communicate and talk because you don't know where it's going to go. So that creates distance in the relationship. And then the other one I would say is definitely just in general miscommunication. Like you said, like it's like literally somebody from Mars talking to somebody from Earth. Like I don't understand what you're saying. Or whatever and like we would I never I remember we would have disagreements where I would be like 
literally this is what you just said like i'm repeating it verbatim what you said but your intent behind what Mm -hmm. you said did not match up with my thought process on what you said or what i heard you say and we would have to do that remember in therapy we'd have to do that exercise where you would say something to me and then i would have to repeat what i heard you say was and then we would have to keep going back and forth until like what I heard matched what you said. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And so like it's though it's those type of uh, communication and some people just need help with those situations. And I know for us, like we I mean, we just struggled with it. Like we just had to come to like common agreements and our biggest thing for us is to agree to disagree. Because at some point you're gonna talk it to death, at some point you're gonna be the dead horse and you just have to literally all right. I'm not going to agree with you on this. I don't understand where you're coming from. There's no need to go back and forth about it. We're just going to have to agree to disagree on the situation. Like, it just don't make sense. Yeah. And then just, I don't know. It's just, it's a lot. It's a lot with understanding somebody. Because, like, like I said, we had to, we definitely struggle with that. Because, like I said, I'm an overthinker. My husband is super literal. Like, super literal. Like, I could be, like, I could over-exaggerate. You know how you over-exaggerate with, like, metaphors, similes, whatever. And you, you'll be like... And like, or for instance, like we'll get a new pack of dip or something like that. I'm like, you ate all the dip. He was like, no, I didn't. It's a little bit of dip left. But I meant like you took a whole bunch of the dip. But because I said all, my husband was like, no, there's still some. It may not be much, but it is some. You can't say I took it all. Like stuff like that just irritates me. You don't take my shoe off and just (laughs) bang him across the head with it. Just bang, bang. Back to the facts, folks. Trump, don't start. (laughs) <laughs> no, but I mean that you know, I sometimes I do say just to try to uh just reinforce uh to be technical, but I try to be get somewhat comical with it. But yeah, I mean it ain't I think, funny. Uh, funny to me. Ain't funny I laugh at myself, that's all that matters. Only nobody laugh with me. I can laugh all by myself. I see. <laughs> Easily amused. But uh no, but uh, I think um you know, we was talking about, you know, understanding your partner, you know, um, when it comes to, I guess, uh, <laughs> that particular particular situations, I would say. Um, yeah, I try to just be more literal to just be direct and as accurate as possible. I hate, I don't like being uh, inaccurate with information, you know, when it comes to understanding. I try... Meticulous. To say, I try to say, hey, I mean, this, you know, to the best of my ability, this is the best information I have. So, when, at least when I pass it on to you, it's not bad information. You know, sometimes you have good intent to give good information, but it's all bad. Yeah, you know, that's it's not good enough information. You know? Well, you got to keep telling. You always get telling somebody the same plan like 18 times. Yeah, because I want you to know. So when it happened, I'm going to say, well, I told you 20 times. So I don't know how you think it is. And that is not <laughs> yeah. an exaggeration. I'd be yeah. like, oh, I said I it 20 times. I'm going to tell you. All right, so, uh, you know, yeah, I know we talked about it 10 minutes ago in about an hour ago, but we're going to do this. <laughs> yeah. All right? I'm just letting oh, you know. Oh, God, it's so annoying. Uh, so what I don't want to do is say, you know, you know, we get this situation. But I thought you was gonna do this. Well, I said I was gonna do that. I said I was gonna do it eighteen times. So the fact that you didn't know, that you claim you didn't know, I don't believe it. Can't say you ain't prepared with um keep watching. So I'm telling you, you prepared yeah. for whatever. Yeah. Whatever the plan is, you are prepared. A, B, and C. Yeah. Cause you know them backwards and forwards. Cause I told you twenty times. Yeah, I'm gonna make sure. I'm gonna reinforce. <laughs> where would you say um our understanding level is today okay let me wait go back and back where would you say our understanding level started and where would you say we are today well if i had to rank where it started i think it was very low with understanding because there was you know when you're 
in a relationship, whether it be a marriage relationship, or like I was saying earlier, it doesn't have to be yeah, it could be you know, it could be anything else outside of that a relationship, you know, when you're working with people, whatever. Um first of all you have to get to know uh your partners. Um I would say um their habits, you know, work habits, how they conduct themselves, you know, how what they prioritize, what they don't consider to be important. And then you can uh um somewhat develop an idea of you can kind of predict what they do and what they don't do. And so when answering that question when it says to where things were, I think that we had not, you know, to really answer to answer that part of the question, um, with what I had just said, we didn't really know each other's habits, uh, thought process. Um, with everybody there's a pro and a con to things they do or don't do. I mean that's that does that's not true. negative to say oh, there's a con. Very true. It's it's not negative to say there's a con somewhere, but there's a pro and a con to things that we do or don't do. And uh I think that um where we were was at a level where we just didn't understand certain elements in our early in our relationship and our marriage regarding how we thought about things. And so there was just simply a lot of confusion because there was thought there was wasn't a good understanding. And then there were times where information or things that took place was thought so much with the negative intent that as minor as it was, it was placed on a level as if it was, you know, a capital <laughs> a punishment, <laughs> you know. Uh, but where things are now, looking over time, I think is that they're much better because conversations like we're having now on this podcast have been had privately, and we've got time. We've developed over time. Uh, we've developed over time to uh, use resources to work better with each other by understanding each other's work ha- uh, habits, personality, um, mindset, without. I guess misconstruing and misunderstanding each other. So I think it's much better now. Much better. Much better. And for you, dear? Um, I would definitely agree with that. We started very, very low. Um yeah, that was dark times now. Ooh, child. Um, but I will say like we've both been in this in a space where we have been able to um take a step back, self-reflect on ourselves and see see ourselves and where we are taking missteps and things. And then we've been able to just, you know, when you're trying to understand somebody, you kind of have to humble yourself because sometimes I think in our brains, we think like, oh, you know, I'm right. And that's just all to it, you know, or my way is better. It's more efficient or whatever you think. But when sometimes you have to really humble yourself and I feel like we both do a really good job of now trying to humble ourselves and just really listen to what the other person is saying and then try to interject because maybe you could input something that could help someone else or anything like that because we are two different people and we come from two different walks of life and the way we grew up and things like that so what you bring to the table and what I bring to the table make it together can make something very powerful and very beautiful or whatever if we only took the chance to take from each other because some things that you have like your meticulous ways Although they can be very annoying at times, I'm not going to lie. You know, that helps our family dynamic with our bills, with, you know, things that we have to do, like maintenance of the cars and things like that. Things that you specifically take care of in the household, you know, that you that you do, you do it, you do it really well. And I love it. And, you know, it's, it's some things that I have that I do very well that I understand and I know how to do. 
And so that's where the, that merger comes in because we're not just taking from someone. We're taking from two people and making it into a new family dynamic. Mm-hmm. So that understanding from each of us is just growing and growing and growing. And I'm, oh no, I'm just, I'm happy about it because yeah. I love you, boo. Love you too. And God said the two shall become one. Yes, they will. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Woo! Yeah. Felt that. Caught that in the spirit. Shut that for her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not playing with you. Shut that for her. Well, folks, it's that time again for I'm Just Saying. You got the I'm Just Saying today, babe? I always leave that to you, dear. Oh, whatever. Like clouds of crown, because that is your specialty. Ooh, not your shout out the Closet Chronicles. Yes, honey. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I'm just saying, what are we gonna say today? Mm, so I'm just saying, um, um, okay, I already got it. So I'm just saying, so if you are starting a business, if you are have a dream. Um, if you have something that you want to keep doing or you're in the middle of something and you're getting discouraged, remember your why. Remember the reason that you're going to keep, the reason that you started it, the reason that you're going to keep going. I had to tell myself this last week, the, the perseverance is everything. You got to keep going and you got to keep challenging yourself and doing it. Even if it looks like it's bleak, it looks like nobody's there to support you. It looks like nobody's out there giving you a helping hand. You just going from pillar to post with the situation. You still have to keep continue to keep going. If it's worthwhile for you to dream it and put it into action, it's worthwhile for you to keep going no matter what it looks like on the outside. I'm just saying. Um. So, yeah, guys, thank you so much for being here with us on Facts Not Fiction underscore podcast. Please don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Don't forget whatever platform, either Google Cast, Spotify, Apple, Anchor, and the list goes on and on and on. Um, Don't forget whatever platform you're listening to, to leave a rating and to leave a comment. We want everybody to find us. We want all of the listens. And we thank you guys so much for being here with us and on this journey. It's been a rough one. It's been a hard one. But we will persevere. We will keep going. The fight continues. The marathon marathon continues. Yes, take care of yourself. Meet us back next week. Same place, same station. God bless you and yours. All right, guys. Washington's out.